Hi, welcome to OCBC Insights, a new podcast discussing the latest economic trends and developments. Today, let's talk about negative oil prices. When I went to sleep yesterday, oil was trading around $11 a barrel. That was close to midnight. When I woke up this morning, I could barely believe what I saw. Negative $37 for WTI? What is this? The end of the world? But after I calmed down and analyzed the data, I realized, nope, it is not the end of the world. In fact, it is hardly even the collapse of an entire market. It has something to do with contract explorations, which might sound a bit dry, and I will try my best to make it sound appetizing to you. Let us first get to the gist of the problem. There is very little storage left in the US for crude oil, especially in the Cushing Hub, an important intermediate transport point for a lot of US oil production. WTI, a benchmark measuring the price of US oil, had its futures contract for May delivery expiring today, 21st of April. So, when fiscal buyers were told that hey, there will be problems finding storage space for their oil delivery, they simply roll over their long positions from May to June. What does this mean? It means they say, okay, things are bad, but life goes on. I will close out my purchases on May by selling them, let's say about 10,000 barrels, and I will buy them back later, maybe in June, maybe in July, maybe they spray it out across a period of months. But as the selling on May intensified, it was likely that other parts of the market joined in, which exacerbated the selling. By 2am Singapore time, it went below $0 and eventually closed at minus $37. Are things really that bad? Yes and no. But like I said, it is not the end of the world. It is bad because the storage issue has finally manifested. We spoke about this looming time bomb three weeks ago, and it has finally come to fruit. And this problem of low demand, low storage, they will continue until we get some resolution on improved demand or US oil output cuts. But if you look closely, it was only the May contract that went into negative prices. Prices for WTI June and beyond are nowhere near negative. In fact, they are trading firmly in the positive $20 level. In commodities, it is very normal for a contract to display extremely high volatility in its finest days of its contract life, due to thin volumes and rollovers. Secondly, for the international benchmark brand crude, across the curve, they are firmly positive and nowhere near negative. So really, the negative price is really only on the May contract for WTI. And even on the May contract, we observed that once prices fell below zero, trading volumes immediately dried up, suggesting it was not a tenable price for most. Will this happen again? I would like to think it's a one-off, and I think traders scarred by this experience will attempt their rollover much earlier next month onwards. But, the problem of storage is not resolved, and neither has the coronavirus. When the June expiry rolls around next month, there might be another bug of sell-off. 
which if severe enough, could lead to another round of negative prices. But like I said, those levels are normally not reflective of the entire price curve. But for most of you, I know the top question that you have. Will petrol chaos give me money when I go and pump petrol in my car? And as much as I would like that, the answer is no, for many reasons. Firstly, the negative prices are momentary, and while it might surface from time to time, should be few and rare in between. Secondly, gasoline is a refined product that has its own set of prices and market. We may see falling prices on crude, but I don't think we are at a stage where you get money while pumping petrol in your car. That is all from me. Till next week on Commodities. Stay home, stay safe and take care. Goodbye. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.